to our second episode of the third season. It's Cece and Dulce. And we are your hosts of Wicked Huercas. As mentioned, this season, we will be talking about traditions. Last week, we spoke about Halloween and Dia de los Muertos, but not only are we talking about holidays, we're also talking about cultural traditions, and one of them being birthdays, specifically quinceañeras, but talking about birthdays, Dulce, it's your birthday. 21, can you believe it? What does 21 feel like for you, or what does it mean for you to turn 21? Honestly, I think it's a date that turning 21 is a date that people look forward to because it's like, oh, you get to drink, which, yeah, that's fine. But it's starting to change into um, you're getting old. Uh, congratulations, you're not a child anymore. Like this was the last barrier that I had. And the fact that I'm getting over it is like, well, what's left? Death? I can always count on you to make me feel better. Yeah, 21, and you are a junior in college. So yeah, adulthood is going to kick you around the head. Uh, is there anything fun that you have planned for your 21st birthday? I know you're coming over to my house for the weekend, and we're going to have all kinds of fun. Should I tell you what we're going to do Friday? Well, it's not like you've been constantly texting me for the past week telling me uh, detail by detail what you have planned to do because if I remember correctly you asked me what do you want to do for your birthday and I said hmm I don't know I'm pretty sure a new season of the crown is supposed to be up I might just get Chinese food and watch that and then you said absolutely not and now you're forcing me to go to a casino and um have a Taco Bell themed dinner and um I'm not sure what else I'm gonna have you a little Taco Bell themed party because you are the queen of Taco Bell. And you know what? I don't care what people say. No, it's not Mexican food. Yes, we're Mexican. It's fast food. It's a level all in its own. And for me, what Taco Bell means to me is that it's there for the vegetarians. I can have my spicy potato tacos if I'm in a rush, okay? And I don't want to pay more than like a dollar. And for you, Dulce, you and Taco Bell have a stronger bond. Yeah, we've been through it all together um when i had the ability to drive even though i don't like driving and i hate driving taco bell was just there for me like after school feeling sad get some taco bell is it gonna make you feel worse absolutely absolutely but in the three seconds that you get to eat your spicy potato taco your quesarito your fiesta potatoes your nachos whatever pure happiness pure joy 30 seconds after, different story, obviously. Yeah, and people are like, oh, it's not Mexican food. Obviously, I'm not looking for traditional Mexican food. If I did, I'd go to my mom's house. I'm looking for fast, cheap Taco Bell. You know what else Taco Bell has done for me? Whenever I was hit by a car in downtown, <laughs> what, three or four years ago? In the pouring rain on a date night when I was walking to dinner and I had to go to the hospital and I'm there in the hospital. You know, they think that I'm having some kind of brain injury because they saw something on my brain and, it realized, and then they realized that I just had a very thick skull. But we got out at 3 a.m. and we hadn't eaten since last lunch because of course our dinner plans were gone you know who was there to feed me after what could have been one of my last days taco bell speaking of taco bell where's the book give me 30 seconds 
I'm about to promote the heck out of this book. He can't sponsor me, but Taco Bell can sponsor me. This is truly the greatest line I've ever read in a book. The book is um, Hola Papi, How to Come Out in a Walmart Parking Lot and Other Life Lessons. It is an excellent book. Can you say who this person is? You've been talking about this book and I don't know who this person is. Uh, J.P. Bremer, Juan Pablo Bremer, John Paul Bremer, all of his monikers. Um, he has a newsletter called Hola Papi where people you know, ask for advice and he gives funny stories and advice and pop culture quips. And I found him on Twitter maybe like two or three years ago. And I became obsessed with him because I was like, he is so funny. I love the way he writes. I was like, if I ever became a writer, I want to write like him. Like, it's great. Anyways, after I had been crying, laughing, feeling every emotion that you can get from this book, I get to the last page and I'm like, oh my God, this has been, what a roller coaster this has been. Beautiful, right? And then I get to his acknowledgments because I'm the person that reads that. And the last line is, a final acknowledgement goes to the Taco Bell Chihuahua. Que descansen paz. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> I don't know if there's anything better that describes our biculturalism. <laughs> He, uh, yeah, he's half Mexican. And he, I was like, I have never felt more represented. This is what Netflix adapt this now, just because I, I want to see all the stories and just, for the season finale to be that line. Talking about let me let me side let, let me sidetrack a little bit. I just found out what a golden retriever boyfriend is. Have you seen that on TikTok? Yeah. You didn't know about golden retriever boyfriends? No, and why didn't you tell me that I had a golden retriever husband? <laughs> because he's brown. But you can be then what is he? What is the equivalent of a brown golden retriever boyfriend? Like a lab? So so Mario's a lab. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I told him, you know what? I just found out what a golden retriever boyfriend on, is on TikTok. And I think you are a golden retriever husband. And he said, well, you're a chihuahua. And I've never felt more represented in my life. Right. It makes sense. Could you be the Taco Bell chihuahua? I don't think so, but a close second. Not up to the standards. But when we first moved to the U.S., what was his name even? Taco Bell chihuahua was still a thing. He was still a thing. And our cousins, pretty sure they were the ones who had it. Um, they had a little Taco Bell chihuahua you push and it said yo quiero Taco Bell and honestly those are the moments that I cherish the most in my life if I'm gonna be represented in the media I don't want Cameron Diaz because she makes like three percent up of the entire Hispanic population in movies that's a whole different thing I don't want to be represented by Cameron Diaz I don't want Gina Rodriguez but I do want the Taco Bell chihuahua to represent me <laughs> it loves Taco Bell it constantly shakes I mean, come on, which was removed because of its very offensive stereotypes. <laughs> so maybe it was a good thing, but not really. You know what? Now I'm thinking for your Christmas list or your birthday, you should have the Taco Bell Chihuahua. And let's see who can find it first. Talking about that, just like the Taylor Swift, you know, it's all it's been all about Taylor Swift these days. And of course, we are Taylor Swift lovers i don't care what anyone says i don't care if they say it's too white nothing is too white for anyone it's not hiking not taylor swift <laughs> i was seeing on tiktok again yeah i spend a lot of time on tiktok whatever people were like oh i have the old taylor swift cd and i don't know if you remember and i also don't remember if it's you or ali but the one or two times that we ever got domingo which is not a man but sunday 
which is Allowance. Uh, I think it was in seventh grade when her first album came out. And I made you, we, we went to Walmart back in the day when Walmart still had headphones where you could hear music uh, and you could browse three, through CDs. I made you or Allie, I don't remember, use one of your money from your domingo to buy the first Taylor Swift CD. One, it was probably me because everyone took advantage of me and my niceties. And it, I was always the one with money and I, would, I was such a giving person. I was like, here, use my money. It's it's for the collective good anyways. You know, we're all going to get to enjoy Taylor Swift. And I wish we still had it. I don't know where it is, but you better believe we knew every lyric to every song. Well, we still have the CD. It's in my car. <laughs> the CD is in your car? I need you to bring it this weekend so we can take a TikTok and show it off because everyone's showing off the first CD. And that way we can see if Taylor Swift ever... <laughs> ever listens to any of this hey taylor yes we're mexican yes we lived in the country and hello well she's constantly on tiktok so hey taylor also wish she brought out her curls again like what's wrong with curls why do you have to have straight hair to look cool i think she said where she like applied so much heat to them that they eventually lost their curlability and now she has like wavy hair but you know what could bring back that curlability rizos curls Okay, Rizos Curls has changed my life. A, Mexican owned. B, you can buy it at Target. C, it doesn't make my hair itchy like the diva cut or diva curl stuff. C, it smells great. Anyways, we should probably get back to birthdays. Let's talk specifically about quinceañeras. Dulce. None of us wanted quinceañeras. But tell me, what did you do for your quince? For my 15th birthday, if I remember correctly, my parents took me and my friends to go eat uh, hibachi and to go watch probably Mockingjay Part 2, if I remember correctly, if it's from that same year. And then we asked to go to the mall, and mom said, no, it's too late to drive to the mall. It was 3 p.m., so that was my experience. Well, I do remember you threw a, a Shrek 15th birthday party to one of your friends, who's not Mexican. It was, it was a quinceanera. I had a 15th birthday party. Megan had a quinceanera. This is different. We turned my room into a Shrek paradise. We made Shrek-themed cupcakes. We had swamp decor. What is swamp decor? <laughs> Look it up on Pinterest. Somebody's probably already got a folder for it now. We had swamp decor. We did not have a pinata, unfortunately, because I don't remember. I don't think we did. Anyways, it was a blast. Would recommend throwing Shrek-themed quinceañeras. And it was all in my room. What a fun time. But why is it that you chose to just have a dinner with your friends or something? Why did you choose that and not like a full-blown quinceanera? Um, have you seen me? Have you met me? Do you know me? One, I hate my birthday. I hate having attention on my birthday. Hence why I told you I didn't want to do anything for my birthday and just wanted to watch The Crown. I don't like the attention. And every time I think about my birthday, I'm like, I'm old. Everything I've ever done is meaningless and useless. Now put that on a magnified scope with uh, family members there picking and prodding at you. I didn't want the ugly dress because let's be honest, in that time, the, the dresses were ugly. Now they're starting to get a little bit cuter. They're starting to be a little more personalized. Back in the day, you either have the weird hot pink with the zebra. Do you remember that? Or like all full red. There was no in between. And the aqua color, that was disgusting. I'm sorry. I, I cannot, I just don't think you deserve rights if you had any of those, personally. 
Do you know, if I would have had a quince, I was so obsessed with turquoise and aqua, I would have totally chosen one of those. Absolutely. But anyways, hated the dresses, hated the attention, hated the fact I was like, wait, I, it, like the whole thing is like, you have to like also dance with your family members. I don't want to dance with my, that's disgusting. I don't want you to touch me or be near me. Also, this was when I was truly setting my foundation, my manifesto, my set of rules for what I perceived as feminism, like what, like the intersection of me discovering and truly establishing my feminist core and my 15th birthday were like at the same time. And there seemed like when I was thinking about it, I was like, this is kind of dumb. <laughs> this is kind of stupid. Like you're being presented, oh, she's finally a woman now. Now she's ready to go off and do traditional things like get married, have kids. F no. F no. I did not want any of that. I was like, nope. Glad you guys are getting this party. Glad you're getting free gifts. If you want to be presented as a woman, go ahead. I am a child and will be forever a child. No, I don't think I would have ever pictured you with a big poofy dress or something like that. I think there's two different people with birthdays, though I would say I am the middle. There's people like you who are like, why well, make a big deal? Like, I just want to chill, leave me alone. And there's people who celebrate their birthday for three weeks and will not let you forget that it's their birthday or it's almost their birthday and expect everything to go. And it's not even children. It is grown people. I think birthdays are special. I think we should treat yourself and if you're like, I've been wanting to do this, I wanted to do that, then do it. What better time? What better excuse? But I am not the kind to say it's my birthday and this whole week has to be about me or these whole three weeks. I think especially as adults, but to each their own. I feel like you're just inconveniencing a lot of people to set aside their own personal lives to uphold you for a day. I find that very weird, but I, I do like celebrating. I just have a limit. In terms of a quince, I didn't want a quince, and I don't remember my main reasons. I feel like there was something deeper too, like there was some feminism thing going on with me too. But some of my reasons were that I did not want to wear a poofy dress. I did not want to, I didn't want to dance the vals like I don't want to do a vals I, I didn't want to have to find first of all I didn't have friends in general and I didn't have Latino friends listen if you go to a quinceanera these days the Mexican people are the boring ones the white people they're the ones throwing the party and they go hard because they don't have those type of big parties when you know like sweet 16s are a thing but like you got to be like upper middle class to have that and quinceaneras is equal wealth distribution right there really like, oh my god it's my first quinceanera but i was also thinking this chambelanes and all of that i didn't have any friends that were guys <laughs> like where do you get these people yeah i didn't have friends for chambel i didn't have friends i didn't even have bridesmaids <laughs> well, I, i'm not into bridesmaids anyways but like i didn't have people to have to be my chambelan i didn't want someone to like throw me up in the air though that sounds fun now also when you're 15 unless you're born with confidence which clearly we were not it's a weird time and you don't want people looking at you you're already thinking that the world revolves around you and it's like egocentric no it really is you're already thinking everyone is seeing what i'm doing you're already self-conscious about what's happening because you're hyper aware you're thinking that everyone that everything is embarrassing and that everyone is seeing you 
Because everything is embarrassing and everyone is seeing you. Well, not everyone is seeing you, but everything is embarrassing when you are in middle school and or early high school, absolutely. And still today. And so what we did actually, my friends, her my birthday's October 22nd, hers is the 31st, uh, not 31st, the 29th. So we just had a 16th birthday together and we rented out, we had a we had a Mexican DJ <laughs> and we invited some friends and we just had food and cake and we all pretended like we knew how to dance and that was good enough for me honestly we were talking about core memories last last episode your 16th birthday core memory for me core memory and also like it was like your friends but i was like i don't care i'm throwing down i'm having a good time too i was like partying everything i remember we had mexican dj and uh he he was setting up and to set up and test, he was putting, you know, Mexican music to test it. And I was like, oh, my God, mom, this is not the music that I asked for. I asked for Kesha. <laughs> and I was like, oh, my God, I can't have this music when my friends come. We asked for Kesha. It was no big deal. It was just music and food and like like 15 middle school kids. But you know what else? What can I say? I've always been a creative at heart. I <laughs> We, I made our invitations. Oh my God, I forgot about the invitations. Yeah, it was like a club scene with like strobe lights on it. Canva was not a thing back then. And so I don't know what editor I use, but I got a picture of a club with like strobe lights and people dancing. And then that was the background. And then in like hot pink letters... I put like 16th birthday party, DJ, music, <laughs> food, fun. <laughs> and um and I get and we and then I printed them on Shutterfly <laughs> and they sent it to me. So it was like a picture and we gave them out at school. I mean, you did achieve all of those things, not to the same quality that the picture upheld. You hyped up your party so good. The kids are throwing a rave at the Rotary Club. We need to put a stop to this. They're having a DJ. They're having music. They're having food. End it now. I was so jealous of you. I was like, okay, this isn't fair for my birthday. We didn't get to do any of that. I think I just got taken to the Chinese buffet and somebody, you know, sung at me. But explain. I don't know if every Chinese buffet does that. So we would show up to the Chinese buffet. At like at one point, they're like, you have to show your birth certificate because so many people were just going and be like, it's my birthday. Anyways, you ha you were like, hey, it's their birthday. And they were like, great, we've got it covered, we got it planned. You would hear a Chinese version of Happy Birthday, not instrumental, but like classical, in the background, slowly creep up. It would start off by a little, just like a couple of little tunes. And then it would, it would just magnify to a different level of sound. Chinese waitresses would come up to us with a little plate. You either got a little... Boston cream puff, which was my personal favorite, with little chocolate sauce around it that said happy birthday. Two, you got a little gelatin and some cantaloupe and chocolate sauce. Or three, you got a little piece of angel food cake with chocolate sauce. And then they would sing at you uncomfortably at a Chinese buffet. <laughs> and then everyone would stare at you. And yeah, that's it. That's the whole experience. When you're young, you're like, oh. 
But as we got older and we went to the Chinese buffet, we would be threatened that they were going to let them know that it was her birthday. And um, then it just got embarrassing. Well, from 15th birthdays to 21st birthdays, like I said, I think it's important to celebrate them. So Dulce, because it's your 21st birthday and you finally get to buy a drink legally, is there a certain drink that you're looking forward to purchasing? Not specifically. I remember when I was in middle school and throughout high school, I was like, I want to get a daiquiri because that's what all that's what all the TV shows are like. Oh, we're just going to get a peach daiquiri or a strawberry daiquiri or a Cosmo or a martini. I've never had a Cosmo and I've never had a martini and I'm 27. Yeah, a Cosmo because I've been watching Sex in the City. And she's like, yeah, I'll just have a Cosmo or whatever. And I'm like, oh, my God. But also you got a rum and coke basically for the first time this year and we're like, ew, this is gross. <laughs> I'm not that big of an alcohol drinker and a lot of the times I have to be in the mood for it and I want the taste. But like I want to just be a little pizzazz in there, you know, like to cut the sweetness. I don't want to actually taste it. Well, y'all, if you have a birthday coming up or just passed, happy early, late or happy birthday. And we want to know, did you have a quince? Why did you choose to have a quince or why or why not? Also, I think before we go, I want to highlight our Etsy. We are having a holiday sale. Everything is super cheap now, so get it while you can. Uh, we're not going to stock up for a while uh, because we've got some changes going on. But make sure that you take advantage of this sale. Everything is handmade. Everything is upcycled material. You're not going to have to worry about waste or anything wasted. So yeah, make sure to support our Etsy and get on those good sales. Dulce, any last words? Oh, eat Taco Bell, buy this book. And I guess on behalf of me, um, go get yourself a drink or something. If you enjoyed this episode, make sure to share it and leave us a review. If you have a story you would like to share regarding today's episode, email your story at menosmal.goodness at gmail.com for a chance to be featured on an episode. To hear more from us, head to our blog at www.menos-mal.com. This episode was written and edited by your hosts, Dulce Maciel and Cecilia Maciel Martinez. The theme music for this podcast is by Mario Martinez. This has been a Menos Mal podcast.